Welcome to Fitchix Chat. Today's episode is brought to you by Keto Breathalyzer. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information, it's exhausting. Here's the thing though, not everybody's the same. So while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss. It also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term diseases, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo.com forward slash fitchix, www.getketo.com forward slash fitchix, and use promo code fitchix to save 20% off your very own keto breathalyzer kit today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hey chicks, welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name's Laura Jackson, and on today's episode, I am just moi just me, um, because Amanda is unable to join us. So even though I'm sad to miss her, I'm excited to have you guys all to myself. Because I want to talk about one of my favorite topics today. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, I love talking about nutrition. So I am a nutritionist. I'm a certified culinary expert. Um, I teach holistic nutrition and holistic weight loss in our holistic nutrition uh, weight loss expert program. I have a ton of other certifications in all different areas of fitness, nutrition, health, and wellness. But I just find that nutrition is one of the things that it's always been the closest thing to my heart. So even when I was younger, I mean, I kind of started my nutrition journey actually going on a diet at 13, which obviously was not the best thing <laughs> and led down a very, very up and down path to do with body image and eating and weight and all those things. However, looking back, I would never change it for anything because I never would have really dove into my passion for nutrition if I didn't go on that first diet, which I know many of you listening, and I hear this a lot from my students is that they'll be like, you know, a moment that seemed like it was a really terrible thing actually turned into a blessing that ended up moving them towards the path of becoming a fitness coach or a health coach or growing their business in this field. So even one of my students, she was, you know, extremely overweight and going through her own transformation really sparked her passion to be able to help others to do the same. And, you know, she went from being in corporate to quitting that and now she's pursuing this full time. So it's a lot of times in life, sometimes when things seem like they're a bit negative, they actually are leading us in the right direction. So that's kind of what happened for me. So when I was younger, you know, I started really diving into, like I said, this kind of diet culture and the whole goal was to lose weight. But during that process, I started reading all these amazing recipe books and about different dietary strategies. I started um, really learning about blood sugar management and insulin and things that at the time, even though I was reading them just in the context of weight loss, really, I got so fascinated by this stuff. 
And so fascinating how different foods can either support your body or they can start to, you know, break it down. So that's kind of led me along this long journey. And now I just, I love talking about it. I love sharing it with you guys. And I love how quickly, if you transform your nutrition habits, how quickly you're going to see your life transform, your mind, your weight, your energy levels, the mind fog, like all of these things that we think are so outside of our control, just even one nutrition habit shift can literally change so many areas of your life. So that being said, today I want to talk about a habit that I have been implementing in my life for I would say probably the last four or five years. And also I talk about this a lot in our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program as one of the dietary strategies that can really help clients in their journey. Now it's the idea, it's a habit that we call flexible fasting. Now, many of you have heard of intermittent fasting. It's been popular for really popular in the mainstream for the last probably five years. However, fasting has been huge in the holistic nutrition world for as long as I can remember and really and used in so many cultures, just as even a regular practice. And we still see it in a lot of religions to this day um, as a regular practice for health and for to give the body a, a break, the digestive system a break and all of that stuff. Um, so intermittent fasting, for those of you who aren't as familiar, really it, all it is, it's kind of like high intensity interval training. We talk a lot about that too. It basically balances periods of eating with periods of fasting. So just like high intensity interval training is like periods of high intense exercise followed by low intense exercise, intermittent fasting is the same. So there's times where you're eating and there's times where you don't eat anything. Okay, so the most common breakdown of intermittent fasting is usually like a 16 to 8 rule. So that means you would fast for 16 hours and you would have an eating window that would be eight hours. Or some people they'll eat, um, you know, maybe two days and take a full 24 hour period off. But the thing with intermittent fasting, there's so many different ways that you can do it. Um, And some people actually fast for weeks at a time. And that is their that's their non-eating window. It's like three weeks. It really is up to you. But I also think that the reason why I love this habit I'm talking to you guys about today, this idea of flexible fasting, is it really takes away the stress of, am I doing this right? Have I gone over my time? Um, You know, what happens if I'm going on vacation? What happens if I eat outside of my eating window and all of these things, which can cause a lot of mental stress. And when we're causing ourselves mental stress, the mind game is stronger than anything your body will do. And it will talk you out of reaching your goals or make you feel like a failure. And then you quit, even though really you haven't broken the habit at all. So I'm hoping this is going to empower you and make it really simple for you to be able to implement in more of these fasting windows. Now, before I dive into what is flexible fasting, I just want to say fasting is not for everybody. So if you are somebody who has had major blood sugar issues, always I recommend to go see a doctor first before you're trying fasting. And many times when you're first starting fasting, if you've never done it before, you're going to feel very tired or lightheaded um, if you're going for a period of time. But the more you do it, the easier it will become. So that's number one, make sure that you see a doctor first, especially if you have blood sugar issues. Number two, if you've had major issues around food, um, you know, if you've had an eating disorder, again, highly recommend that just 
stick to what you're doing right now. Don't be adding in more, more fasting and things like that. Um, as you guys know, I am an eating disorder survivor and it's something that my relationship with patterns and habits always has to be positive. So just make sure that that's something you're taking into account. And the other thing too is just try, just try it out. So don't think of this as like a magic pill. It is something that really can help with weight management and weight loss, as well as energy levels, balancing blood sugar, if it's done correctly. But we always want to make sure, of course, the mindset relationship with the habit is good. So you're not jumping into this just because you want to lose weight um, or that you're doing, or you already have some type of issues around food and restriction and things like that. And now you're trying to do this, this fasting window. Cause again, I know for me, I've talked about this a lot in the podcast. Um, tracking numbers can be very challenging for me. So it's something I don't do. So just like that tracking time windows might be hard for people. So if that's you, then just listen to this, learn. Um, but you know, maybe it's not something you're going to implement in your life. Okay. So those are kind of my three warnings before we get going. Um, the second thing though, I do want to say too, is that fasting can have so many benefits. Um, we're really seeing that over periods of time, people who tend to fast become more fat adapted. So they tend to be able to burn fat easier. You're not as hungry all the time. So instead of having these, you know, really starving, ravenous, hangry moments where you're like uh, diving into the cupboard and grabbing for anything, usually carbs, Instead, you're finding that, you know, you really can go for long periods of time. And when you do eat, it's not that ravenous feeling. You're more like, okay, I'm hungry. You're more in tune with your body cues. And then of course, when we shorten our, our eating windows, typically what ends up happening is we're eating less calories. Now the, what we eat in our eating window still matters. And we have done a ton of podcasts on what to eat. And we're not going to talk about that today, but it does matter because of course we still want foods that are going to be quality. They're going to nourish our body that are going to balance our blood sugar and that are going to be um, doing the most benefit to us as opposed to just adding in empty calories. Okay. So there's a lot of benefits from fasting. And I found for me, doing this version of flexible fasting has really worked for me mentally. And it's really worked for me in the sense of managing my weight and making sure that, you know, feeling like it's very effortless. And in addition to that, also making food less of a stress for me. Because when you're trying to figure out eating six meals a day, which I do not recommend for the majority of people, it's very overwhelming. It's very time consuming. And you're having to make constant decisions around your nutrition, which can exhaust you. Constant decision making around food makes you exhausted and then will make you want to resent your food. Okay. So the easier you keep things for yourself and decisions done in advance, the less stress you're going to be about it. So that being said, let's dive into what is flexible fasting. So as I mentioned earlier, there's different fasting windows that people do. So one of the most popular ones, like I said, is a 16, eight. So it's 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of eating or a 24 hour, um, fast with maybe two days of eating or 24 hours, one day on 24 hours, one day on 24 hours. So I kind of took these concepts and I was like, okay, I personally like the 16-8, but the way that it's always been taught is kind of, okay, pick your time windows. So for example, let's say if you stopped eating at, um, let's say you stopped eating at, um, I'm going to be really bad here with my math. Let's say seven o'clock. 
Okay, seven to eight, eight to nine, nine to 10, 10 to 11. So that's five. Okay, so let's say you stop. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Bear with me, guys. Let's say you stopped eating at seven o'clock, 7 p.m. So you would then fast and not eat. So you sleep overnight and then you would not have breakfast until 11 o'clock the next morning. So that would be 16 hours of fasting. And then your eating window would only be be between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. That doesn't mean you're stuffing your face from 11 to 7, but what you would typically do is have, let's say, lunch and then dinner. Or some people like to have one big meal and that works for them. But the one problem that I found for me was when that seven o'clock hit, if I was at, let's say, an event or a birthday party or or was on vacation, then I would feel terrible that I was like, oh my gosh, we're having dinner at 9.30 at night we're in, or 10 o'clock at night, we're in Europe, this is the way they do it. And then I'm all stressed about the next day and then I feel like I blew it and you know, then I'm just not doing my fasting anymore. So I came up with this concept of flexible fasting. And essentially what it is, is you move the window based on your life. And I like to start with a 12 hour window, especially if you're new to this. So what I mean by that is let's say that you eat your last meal at seven o'clock at night. You wouldn't eat again till seven o'clock in the morning. Or if you're going to a party and you're having hors d'oeuvres until 1130 at night, then the next day you wouldn't eat until 1130 in the morning. So you really can choose just whatever that last meal is in the evening. Just mark the time. Just look at your watch and then just think, okay, I know that tomorrow I'm not going to have my first meal until at least 12 hours later. Okay, so it doesn't have to be 12 hours. I use 12 hours as my minimum. So that's where I always use the flex fast of like anything uh, at least 12 hours later. I usually try to go around 14 for me. That's kind of my where I sit comfortably at. Sometimes it's 18 hours. Sometimes it's 16 hours. Sometimes it's 20 hours. It just really depends, but a minimum of 12. Um, so again, this idea of flex fasting, it's a really great way for you guys to start to try fasting without feeling overwhelmed of setting strict time windows. Because I'll tell you one thing, the more strict things are, the harder they are to really stick to at the beginning, because when you step outside of it, you feel like you're doing something wrong. And then the mind trash starts where your mind starts talking to you and telling you that you blew everything, you're not doing it right. And why am I even doing this? So don't do it at all, which is BS guys. That's just the mind having a little drama conversation with you. But it will give you that feeling of control over the habit, especially as you start to learn it. So that way you'll start to get your feet wet. You'll start to feel how, you know, if fasting is a fit for you, if you like it, if you don't like it, if you're feeling better. And as I mentioned earlier, kind of one caveat is when you first start, you might not be feeling great because if you're used to eating 24 seven and putting carb, especially carbohydrates into your body all day long, you're what we call a sugar burner. Essentially, you're living off the glucose that you are ingesting all day long. So as soon as you take that out for a period of time, you're going to feel that crash because your body's like, wait a second, where's that constant stream of sugar that's coming into my body? And sugar can be sugar or starch. So um, you're going to, you might feel, you know, lightheaded. If you've ever done the keto diet, it's kind of similar in terms of going for longer terms of breaks or cutting out carbs as much. Um, so you might feel, you know, just low energy, kind of crappy, um, but it will pass. So you can always start then with a little bit less than 12 hours. But my goal for you guys for flexible fasting is pick a 12, um, do it to start with a 12 hour minimum. 
and try it for at least a week. Okay. So again, how it works is you're going to pick your time frame, So 12 hours. Number two, you are going to um, just have a watch or something close by for you that you can look at the time when you eat your last meal. So I don't want you literally stressed out being like, it's 1146. I can't wait. I have to wait till 1146 tomorrow morning to eat. But enjoy your time, enjoy your party and just be like, when dinner's done, just do a quick look at your phone. Um, Maybe take a screenshot, log the time, whatever works for you. I just literally just look at my phone and then just note it. Um, And then next day, a minimum of 12 hours, that's when you're going to eat again. And that's how easy it is. Many times we make things way more complicated than they need to be. And I really like to give you guys and my students at Vitrix Academy and all of our programs, really easy applicable tools because they have to be doable for you. They have to be doable for your clients. Okay. So I want you guys to try this flexible fasting. Let me know how it goes. And of course, make sure to check out fitchicksacademy.com. We have upcoming certifications in both of our programs. So, and now is the time guys, we are busting at the seams. We have so many people who are joining our programs. It's amazing. And I'm loving seeing so many people interested in getting certified and really starting to live their passions and helping other people be healthy too. So head on over there, check it out. And I will talk to you guys next week. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, Join us for the upcoming fitness and nutrition expert or our holistic nutrition weight loss expert certification programs. Download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.